Hey, hey, this is episode 25, How to Handle Your Anger Towards Doctors. This podcast is for parents that want solutions, not just sympathy, for the many personal struggles that come with raising children with special needs. Welcome to Parents Have Special Needs Too, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hey, everybody. Hope you had a good week. Okay, today I want to talk about handling anger or hurt towards doctors. Okay, I know that, at least for me, this is a thing. And if you've seen a lot of doctors, had a lot of interactions, you've probably had a negative experience here or there in which you've walked away feeling angry or frustrated with whatever it was that happened. And what I want to share today is how I was able to move through that and past that and come out on another side where I'm able to handle the situation better to benefit me and my daughter when we're looking to get better care for her. So in order to illustrate that, I'm going to share an experience that I had. Now, I want to give some disclaimers. Okay, I'm not sharing this story to bash on doctors or or anything like that. I'm sharing it to illustrate where I was emotionally and how I interpreted what the doctor said. And this doesn't mean that I agree with what they said or did or how they handled the situation. It just means that doctors are humans too. They make mistakes. They can be wrong. They can be flat out mean and rude and insensitive just like the rest of us. Okay, now I'm I'm also not saying that you need to stay with any doctors that are treating you that way, right? If you've tried to address the issue and tried to work it out and it's not, then you, then you probably need to go find another doctor if that's what you feel you need to do. But what I'm addressing is my hurt feelings and how I addressed those so that I can improve the relationship with the doctor so that I could then get the care that my doctor needs so that we could be on the same team. So through all of the years that we were seeing a lot of doctors and getting a lot of tests done, we also saw a group of doctors, which included like a physical therapist, occupational therapist, speech therapist, a GA doctor, a psychologist, and this group of doctors got together and used their expertise to try to help us address Elizabeth's feeding issues specifically. And at these appointments, we would go in and... I would feed Elizabeth and they would be able to use their expertise to analyze how she was doing and give feedback on what we could do to help her improve. So throughout the course of this experience, we had been a couple of times. And so uh, we had been trying new things and and trying to do stuff to help Elizabeth's coordination with eating, to help um, her gain weight and several different things And so at this particular time, I had been trying a lot of different things to try to get her to gain weight because she wasn't and she wasn't eating things very well and it was difficult. And so I had found some foods that she liked. And so I wanted to keep giving those to her so she would eat more and she would gain weight and it was a little moist so that it was easier for her to consume and to eat. I was pretty excited about this fact because we had really struggled to find foods that she was eating well and I had been struggling with depression through this whole thing but didn't know it at the time 
And so I was just happy that we were getting somewhere. So we went into this feeding appointment. We sat down. We started feeding her. I started helping her eat. And I, um, she had been on thickened foods and thickened liquids. And I brought out a fruit that was a little bit moist. Now at home, I felt like she was doing a great job of eating it and, and clearing the liquids and getting it down. And so I felt like it was a good in-between point in between food to help her progress in her eating. So we're there, I'm feeding her. And as she eats this fruit, she starts to sound really, really wet. And I start to get worried because I know that's not supposed to be what's happening because that's, you know, dangerous. But as the doctors were watching her and watching me, I started to feel really bad and the doctor started to ask questions and I don't even remember what they were asking me, but I just remember feeling awful. And as we got around to one of the doctors and she'd been asking her questions and asking me, you know, well, why are you giving this particular food to her? It's dangerous. And I just explained like she was doing good with it and it was easier for her to eat and it was, you know, it had some moisture in there so that she could chew it and she could swallow it. And the only thing I ever remember word for word, one of the doctors saying was this doctor who looked at me and said, you're hurting your daughter. And I remember that just broke my heart. I started to cry. I couldn't look at them. I just looked at my daughter and was trying to not like totally fall apart and they didn't all know what to do so all five of the doctors were there just staring at me the doctors and therapists were just staring at me as I'm crying and it was it was really awkward and so then they tried to you know just move on with the appointment and um then it finished and we left and after we left I was just hurt and embarrassed and that turned into anger and I was like I don't ever want to go back I don't want to see them anymore and I had a hard time with seeing doctors after that so what did I do I avoided them as much as possible like we still had a lot of appointments we needed to go to but if it wasn't absolutely necessary I tried not to go and what's crazy is this one moment ended up defining a lot of how I interacted with doctor, doctors for the next little while, like, I don't know, maybe a year or two, until I was able to process it and understand why I was doing that. And then I was able to move past it. And since then, I've been able to talk to doctors to care for my daughter the way that I needed to and use their opinion, but still be able to care for her the way I feel it needs to be done because like we talked about in the last podcast I know my daughter better than they do and if we collaborate we can get what we need for her so then the question is how how do you get there and I just want to share with you the things that I did to get there I believe that there are probably multiple paths to get on the other side of anger and frustration and hurt. But here's what worked for me. The turning point for me was when I realized that my anger was separate from the doctor and what the doctor said. 
my anger was separate from the doctor and what the doctor said. I realized that my anger was my own and a reflection of how I interpreted the situation and the intent of the doctor. Now, could it have been possible in the situation that the doctor was trying to hurt my feelings to say, yeah, that's possible. But what I realized is that my interpretation and the meaning that I placed on the doctor and the doctor's intents was more powerful than whatever it was the doctor was actually trying to do. That might sound strange, but think about it. We do this all the time. Think about the last time your spouse or your child said something, or your friend or your mom or someone you know, that said something that was hurtful, that you felt hurtful. And then you were able to talk with them about it and come to realize that, oh, that's not what they meant at all. That was never their intention. They didn't mean that at all. And you're able to talk with them. You're able to resolve the issue. Now say that the same thing happened and you go to talk to them about it and they go, oh no, I meant what I said and not in a good way. Now look at both situations. Everything is the same except the intention that the person had when they said whatever they said to you. Did that make a difference in how you felt? And the answer is no. In both situations, you still felt hurt by what they said, even if they didn't mean something mean by it, and even if they did. So in this situation with me and the doctor, or you and the doctors, right, if they do have intention to hurt you, or if they don't have intention to hurt you, it almost doesn't matter because the hurt isn't actually connected to their intention. The hurt is connected to your perspective and your interpretation of the situation and what they said. Now, again, I'm not saying that it's okay for people to intentionally try to hurt you. Sometimes people just do that because that's what people do. But remember, it almost doesn't matter because you still have the control over your emotional life and outcome. Why is this? It's because there's a space in between what that person says and how you feel. And that space is called your thinking, your perspective, your interpretation. So once I realized this, I decided that I was going to view this experience differently. In essence, I was going to change the past by reinterpreting it. And you know what I decided? I decided that that doctor was just doing her job, and didn't understand what she was saying when she said it. And that's worked really well for me. Because when I think about her in that way, I feel peaceful. And regardless of whether or not my interpretation is accurate, feeling peaceful is totally worth holding the perspective I now hold.
Now, I have returned to this exact group of doctors and have had appointments with them since, and they have been totally different. And they are kind, they are respectful. I am upfront and respectful and assertive, and we can communicate well and have a good dialogue about what's going on, how we can help my daughter, which is the reason that we're meeting in the first place. I feel confident and peaceful. And because I feel confident and peaceful, I behave more confidently. And that has changed the whole dynamic of the interactions that I have with that group of doctors and with all the other doctors that I interact with. So if you're finding yourself in a similar situation, having similar feelings towards doctors for whatever reason, try it out. Try seeing them in a light that helps you feel confident or peaceful or whatever else you want to feel. But whatever it is, it's got to be something that's believable to you. Something that you really can believe may have actually been the case instead of just them being stupid or not caring or whatever. Get out a piece of paper and a pen and just try to expand your mind a little bit of other possibilities that may have been the reason that your doctor said or did whatever it was your doctor said or did. Try giving them the benefit of the doubt as I'm sure that you hope other people are giving you when you don't show up as your best self. All right, guys, have a great weekend and I will talk to you next Friday. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next Friday with another podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Take care.